And a good afternoon to you. Dan Pazzini reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at Noon. A happy Monday afternoon to you. Let's first open this Montana at Noon the only way I know how with a look at our Weather Command forecast. Rest of today is going to be sunny with highs 80 to 85 degrees and west winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows 50 to 55, west winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday is going to be warmer and sunny with highs 90 to 95 degrees and west winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday night, mostly clear, lows around 60, west winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Wednesday is going to be partly cloudy with highs around 85 degrees and west winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy with a chance of rain and slight chance of thunderstorms, lows around 55, chance of precipitation 70%. Thursday is going to be mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain with highs 75 to 80 degrees. Thursday night, partly cloudy, lows 50 to 55. Meanwhile, Friday and Friday night is going to be mostly clear with highs 80 to 85 degrees and lows around 55 degrees. Saturday is going to be sunny with highs 85 to 90. And finally, Saturday night and Sunday is going to be mostly clear with lows around 60 and highs at 90 to 95 degrees. First in local news stories, a groundbreaking ceremony was held on Sunday afternoon on the site that the new St. Mary's Catholic Church in Rocky Boy is being built. In December 2019, a defective furnace started a fire that destroyed the entire church. There were no injuries, but the church was a total loss. Since then, Father Joseph Tran says they've raised over $2 million toward the construction of a new church. I feel really, really happy, really excited for not only for me, but for the whole community, especially the people here at Urban Rocky Boy. It will be a new beginning for, for us as a community. The original church was built back in 1979 out of 200 logs from the reservation. One of the people who helped build it, Father Pete Guthneck, was at the groundbreaking ceremony for the new building. Life and faith and living and suffering, dying, rising continue here. And we'll have a space for expressing that in our prayers and our, our ways. The cost of the project is estimated to be about $2.5 million, and Trans says construction will take at least a year. The Fort Benton Summer Celebration is back this weekend after having been canceled last year due to the pandemic. Chairwoman Connie Jenkins says countless hours of work have been put in since they received authorization back in March. It's been very challenging to put this together in um, three months, but we got it done. And some things that we normally do are not happening, but we have a full schedule and people should come on down and, and enjoy all the different events and have a good time. Included among the dozens of free events are live music, a parade, a fun run, and fireworks. The parade on Saturday morning will lead into the ceremony at noon at Old Fort Park to celebrate the 175th anniversary of Fort Benton. And first the mayor will be saying a few words and then also Ken Robinson will be speaking about the history. The summer celebration begins on Friday morning and ends on Sunday afternoon. For more information, visit fortbenton.com backslash S-U-M-C-E-L. The Haver Public School Board of Trustees has scheduled a special meeting for this Tuesday at 6 p.m. at Haver Middle School. Superintendent Craig Mueller says that he will recommend the extension of the State of Emergency Declaration, as well as a recommended change to the school board policies in order to make face coverings optional instead of mandatory. In addition, Mueller will recommend the removal of references in the policy to temperature screenings and wants to remove references that playground equipment cannot be used. Mueller says the continuation of the state of emergency is necessary to continue providing flexibility to those impacted by COVID-19 and to remain within guidelines of the Montana Code. Mueller says the plan is for a return to a school year as normal as possible this fall. The meeting will be available on Zoom, but public comments can only be provided in person. 
Now turning our attention into state news. A 63-year-old Columbia Falls man was killed on Sunday morning after his vehicle struck a light pole on US-2. The Montana Highway Patrol reports that the man was traveling eastbound in the far right lane just after 9 a.m. when he drove off the roadway in his 1999 Subaru Forester, striking the curb and a signal light pole in the intersection of Hilltop Road and US-2. Airbags were deployed, but the man was not wearing a seatbelt. He was trapped inside the vehicle and succumbed to the injuries despite efforts from first responders to extract him and perform CPR. Alcohol and excessive speed are not suspected factors in the crash. A fire burning in the prior mountains of southern Montana is at 5,400 acres as of Saturday evening with 20% containment. The Crooked Creek Fire is on public land 25 miles east of the town of Bridger, near the southern border of the Crow Reservation. One outbuilding was lost on Saturday. 131 personnel have been assigned to the fire. A pre-evacuation warning has been issued for residents in the Sage Creek area. Public lands in the area are closed due to safety concerns. A Billings man who admitted to trafficking meth and heroin from a machine shop in Laurel was sentenced Thursday to 10 years in prison and to 5 years of supervised release. Anthony Scott Walter, 40, pleaded guilty in November in U.S. District Court to possession with intent to distribute controlled substances. The government alleged that in July 2019, law enforcement was notified that Walter was selling heroin and meth out of the shop in Laurel. Agents conducted a series of controlled buys and intercepted a package destined for the Laurel shop after obtaining a warrant. In the package, there was 465 grams of meth and 61 grams of heroin, some of which contained fentanyl. U.S. District Judge Dana L. Christensen presided. Assistant U.S. Attorney Julie R. Patton prosecuted the case, which was being investigated by the Drug Enforcement Administration and the Eastern Montana High-Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Task Force. The Deep Creek Fire in the Big Belt Mountains was estimated at over 4,600 acres with 7% containment as of Saturday morning. U.S. Highway 12 between Townsend and White Sulphur Springs has reopened at reduced speeds and with significant delays. 431 personnel are on the scene of the fire, which has so far destroyed one home and numerous outbuildings. Residents in the Grassy Mountain subdivision in the area are allowed to return to their homes after a previous evacuation order was lifted. A DNRC helicopter helping fight the fire crashed on Tuesday afternoon, but all five occupants were able to escape with only minor injuries. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. However, responding personnel have discovered a fallen tree caused a downed power line. The Robertson Draw Fire burning south of Red Lodge is at just over 27,500 acres with 0% containment as of Saturday morning. The fire, which has destroyed at least eight major structures and 13 secondary structures, is now believed to have been human-caused. Evacuation orders have been lifted for North and South Grove Creek, Gold Creek, Ruby Creek, and Robertson Draw east of Highway 72. However, those areas are under an evacuation warning and should be ready to leave with minimal notice. The Beartooth Highway remains open. The fire was initially reported at 3.30 p.m. On June 13th, 276 personnel are at the scene, as well as resources such as helicopters and air tankers. And now let's take a look at the wheat prices for our area. A bushel of winter wheat in Hill County is at $5.52, with spring wheat coming in at $6.90. Down Highway 2 East in Blaine County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.42, with spring wheat slated at $6.85. In Liberty County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.57, with spring wheat coming in at $6.90. In Shoto County, a bushel of winter wheat is coming in at $5.52, with spring wheat slated at $6.90. And finally, east on Highway 2 in Phillips County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $5.37, with spring wheat coming in at $6.80. Keep listening to Montana at noon when we take a look at funeral notices, as well as one final look at that weather command forecast right after these messages. Let's take a look at the funeral notices for our area.
Michael Lee Alexander Jr., Red Flicker, 20, passed away on Friday, June 18, 2021, in Great Falls. Wake services will begin at 3 p.m. on Monday, June 21, 2021, and will continue until his funeral service, which will be at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, June 22, 2021, all at the St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Box Elder. Burial will follow in the old Rocky Boy Agency Cemetery. Please visit Junior's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for his family at hollandbenign.com. Thomas Gerald Evans, Moat, 54, ended his battle against cancer on June 1, 2021. Cremation has taken place and a vigil service will be held at 7 p.m. on Thursday, July 8, 2021. His funeral mass will begin at 2 p.m. on Friday, July 9, 2021, and all services will be at St. Jude's Thaddeus Catholic Church. Burial will fall in the Cavalry Cemetery. Tom's family suggested memorial donations be made in his memory to have Legion Baseball or the HPS Educational Foundation. Please visit Tom's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for his family at hollandbenign.com. Robert Peter Neuenhaus, 73, passed away due to pancreatic cancer on Friday, May 28, 2021. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 2 p.m. on Saturday, June 26th at 5th Avenue Christian Church with Pastor Rick Hodshire officiating. Burial will follow with Sioux and Highland Cemetery and a reception will follow his graveside service at the Haver Elks Lodge number 1201. In lieu of flowers, Bob requested that memorial donations be made to the Haver Elks Lodge number 1201 Scholarship Fund or 5th Avenue Christian Church. Please visit Bob's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for his family at hollandbenign.com. Thanks again for joining us for this Monday edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week we are your primary news source, KOJM, KPQX, and our online platform of HighlineToday.com. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Dan Pizzini. And have yourself a fantastic rest of your Monday and great rest of your week.